You're listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 72 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. everybody and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Father Roderick. We're here each and every week to basically share with you our own journey, our pursuit of a more balanced and healthy lifestyle. And of course, we invite you to join us in this journey as well. This podcast started out as the biggest loser fan podcast. Both Father Roderick and I are huge fans of the series interested to see what they'll be doing this next season without our favorite Jillian on the show. Yeah. But uh, that that's, that's how we got started. They're already uh, they're already filming it. Yeah. It's, well, kinda, it's crazy. I've not I've not seen many updates, but uh, yeah, it's it's I guess that they want to be uh, they they might have everything already in the can uh, at the beginning of the the fall season, I suppose. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I guess that's going to start next month. Is that right? Or- I don't know. I, I have no idea. Since I don't live in the United States, I, I'm kind of out of touch with the the whole, you know, when summer starts and when the, the new season begins. Uh, we've got so different, such a different vacation schedule here. Right. Uh, but yeah, it could be that. Uh, is summer almost over where you live? Um, I, I guess summer ends next. You know, the, the kids go back to school like right around the third week of August, I believe. Oh, okay. Wow. So, so just just under one month mm. um, is is how much is left until the kids are back at school. All right. So I, usually I think TV season starts right around the week after the kids are back at school. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, so I, I guess that's they do that because uh, people's vacations. They figure people are back from vacation if the kids have to be back at school and stuff. Speaking. Sure, it makes sense. And 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 oh, sorry, I was interrupting you, but I, but I think that the yeah the whole life rhythm changes so radically. I guess if you're a family and your kids go to school, like everything changes, including your habits when it comes to watching TV. So it makes sense to uh, to wait for life to get back into its normal rhythm before they start all those new series. Exactly. Well, but speaking about getting back from vacation, I want to hear how was your vacation to Spain. It was great. Uh, I was I was quite surprised that I actually managed to uh, to contact you and and to do our show in the first week of uh, my vacation because I've I don't think I've ever done live live uh, recording via Skype uh, ever before when I was outside of the uh, outside of my studio. Um, but uh, no, it was it was great. So I've been doing a lot of swimming. After uh, we talked about that, and indeed, I can I can confirm that uh, you can do a have a real good workout even in a small swimming pool. <laughs> and, uh, I did like 150 laps uh, oh several days, and so I stayed in the water for about an hour and a half. Um, and yeah, I could feel it afterwards. <laughs> I didn't know I had muscles in certain. You know, it's like I'm used to running and feel sore in my legs. But swimming causes you to feel sore in general, like everywhere. Even my ears hurt. So it's a very good workout. Yeah, the idea there is that it's actually using all of your muscles. So, so it does. So it, it is actually going to hurt all over because it's using all of them. And you know, I'm not a good swimmer at all. I never really uh, learned how to do anything else than the, the real basic movements. But I can keep afloat and I can move forward and backward. That's about it. 
Um, but even with the very simple approach, uh, I still got a very, uh, great workout and, and, you know, now I miss it because I, I would wake up in the morning, uh, make some coffee with this old fashioned metal coffee machine that you, you know, you put coffee in the middle and then some water in the, in the bottom half of that device. And then you put it on the fire and it starts to hiss and, 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 and bubble. And, and then 10 minutes later, you've got this very strong Spanish coffee. And uh, so I took a cup of coffee, a bit of yogurt, and I would just run outside and jump in the swimming pool at, at, at 7.30 in the morning. I mean, that is the quintessential vacation to me. It's like being able to, to jump into the swimming pool like 15 minutes after you stepped out of bed. It's, it's fantastic. And, and now I miss it. I want to have a swimming pool, but I don't have a backyard. <laughs> well, where, is there anywhere close to you that, well, of course, the whole idea, the convenience of just being able to walk up and wake up and then go out and go swimming. Exactly. Uh, it's well, not going to do too well if you have a, have to travel by bike to get somewhere yeah, to go I could, swimming. I could step on my bike in, in my pajamas and then <laughs> cycle for 20 minutes to the nearest swimming pool and pay like for a ticket to get in. And then, <laughs> but perhaps that's not the same thing. No, I don't think so. You, I do, you'd, I actually, spill, you'd spill your coffee along the way. Uh, probably. I, I've never even checked out where the swimming pools are because I, I just don't like to be in a big, you know, swimming pool with lots of people that I don't know. Yeah. For some, you know, swimming is still kind of, um, kind of a private activity in a way. I mean, it's not, it's not like I'm, I'm wearing a cassock or anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> it it makes me feel as if I'm in a public swimming pool. It makes me feel very aware, very self self conscious. Yeah, which is totally different if you're in in your. Hey, my MacBook just restarted, which means that Lion has finished installing. Oh, nice! <gasps> now I'm all distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you'll be doing all day today. I'll turn away from this thing. So, um, it, and and it's, it's really strange, but I feel like such a big. Uh, hurdle for me it would be such a big hurdle to to go and swim in a in a public swimming pool. I, I, I even have that when I go to uh, to a gym. Even that makes me feel a bit kind of nervous and like, oh, provided there are no parishioners here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, if if you have a hard time just going to the gym and feeling self conscious, going out to a public pool is is uh, indeed a little nerve-wracking. You know, I'd, I'd pay extra if I could just come very early in the morning before anyone else gets there and then <laughs> just do a few couple of laps and then get out before before other people come in. And I don't know what it's probably, it's just inside my head. But uh, that, that that's what I loved about having my own swimming pool. It was just great. I could just jump in whenever I wanted to. And in general, you know, the vacation has been extremely beneficial. It's like switched switching to a totally more you know more relaxed lifestyle and much more time to to pray to you know read a book i just sit there listening to music and and even even though i i felt super relaxed i was still very productive i produced like 13 hours of audio while i was on vacation yeah but you know the difference is it didn't feel like a chore it was something i did because I wanted to, and I, I love kind of sharing what I see and sharing that with a, an audience that isn't even there yet, because of course people will only listen to that when I'm back and I've uploaded it. But um, the, the, it was just so relaxed. And, and even when I got home, um, I, I made some decisions. I was like, I want to feel like this at least in the first part of the day. 
um, what I, so what I did with the swimming and then, you know, taking my time to pray and to read a little bit. And instead of just immediately feeling like I have to do something, I tried this week and I hope that I can keep that up to reserve one hour after I wake up. Uh, and, and, and I just call it my holy hour. And, and it means it's, it's that hour is holy. And no matter what, I'm going to plan my activity so that I can, I can have that hour to, to read and to pray and to celebrate mass and to just do all these things that normally I always feel this pressure of, oh, but I should go and work on this and I should work on that. And I've got email, I've got this and that. And, and just being consistent in, uh, allowing myself to, you know, just, I will, I will be very productive during the rest of the day. I, I have eight more hours to be super productive, but I will actually work better if I take this one hour and just take it easy and not let myself be uh, invaded by all this, you know, these, these distractions. Um, it feels good. I really like it. And I hope I can keep it up even if the, you know, pressure of life will, will probably grow over time. But um it, I do notice the difference that if I if I have a I had this one day on Tuesday where I had to go film for an entire day and there was just no way that I could you know uh, have that hour and I missed it sorely. I came home in the evening and I was super tired and uh, so it's it's kind of it helps helped me this this vacation to refocus on what makes me tick and and it's not just work it's it's also uh you know having this balance and this margin in the early in the morning yeah then of course i made some very important decisions when it comes to getting back into the rhythm of uh of running and eating healthy because well we have eaten healthy stuff but i've eaten way too much of it that was my problem I, cliff i'm going to i'm going to fess up here i stepped on the scale uh oh the day after I came back from Spain and I had gained five pounds uh, in 12 days. I don't even know how to do that in real life, but I've somehow managed to do that during my vacation. And you know, I can feel it. I feel, I feel heavy. I don't feel good. I was like, uh, I can even see if I look at myself in a mirror, it's like, you're getting fat. <laughs> so, oh boy, I was, I felt really guilty after my vacation. <laughs> like, oh no, I'm going to have on Thursday, I'm going to record Balanced Living Weekly. And I gained five pounds. And I've, I, it's not that I've been losing much weight before I went on vacation. So really, this, this is an emergency. I, I need to step it up and I need to run. And I, I need to eat like salad every evening. Well, let me ask you this. Um, when, when you say go out and run, what's the temperatures like there? Because I know here in the States, we are, we are suffering under what's called an ex excessive heat warning. Like yeah, this, today, I saw that on TV. I mean, we, I couldn't believe it. We never get this here. But if you walk outside right now, I don't, um, let me see if I'll, I'll pull it up. But I know that the Weather Channel uh, told us or Stephanie told me the Weather Channel says that the, it feels like it's 117 outside yeah oh and, my and so that's ridiculous matter of fact i'm pulling up my weather app right now and it says of course it's got an update from last night actually okay so it's 90 <gasps> it's 90 degrees right now and currently it feels like 101 so, oh my goodness so, oh that's terrible yeah and and i will tell you what you walk outside and it's like instantly it takes your breath away oh yeah and, yeah you can't do anything 
And here, now there are some places I think that you can go and it can be 100 degrees and it's not that big of a deal because, you know, it's very dry heat and, and it, I mean, it's hot, it's warm, but it's kind of like walking into a, you know, a sauna, if you will. Yeah. Here, though, it's like walking into, you know, the bottom of the ocean. You, right. you go outside and humid. It, it's very humid and hot and oh. sticky and nasty. And for me... I, I don't know about you, but for me, I think that it's more dangerous for me to walk outside because I'm in air conditioning right now. And if I walk outside and I get really, really hot and then I get back in the, you know, and I'm back into an air conditioned space and then I go out and get into hot. I don't know. I I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but I've always found that in the summertime when it gets this hot out and I'm going in and out, I end up getting sick. Yeah. And I I can imagine it's, it's really unhealthy and dangerous. These temperatures. Yeah, so, so, so what's it like there? Yeah, well, it was a huge, huge difference. Uh, in in Spain, it was really desert temperatures in the south of Spain. It's extremely dry. Um, uh, it was about 111 degrees during the day normally, uh, but that's very dry heat. So I actually I walked around in my black clergy every day, no yeah. problem whatsoever. I just made sure that I had a, a hat. To cover me from the sun and and actually long sleeves are better than short sleeves because it protects your skin from the you know the the, the sun and then you try to walk in every piece of shadow that you can find uh, when i came home here the temperature in the morning was 60 degrees fahrenheit it was raining it was actually the day that i came back that was a little bit of sun it was the first time since uh, two weeks i think that they had some sunshine here but right now you know it's it's cold outside it, well cold it's like uh, 64 degrees oh my goodness uh, 18 degrees celsius it's uh, overcasted there's a drizzle every once in a while and it feels like autumn to be honest like fall and and not at all like summertime well fall so, fall is my favorite time of the year so send that weather over here yeah, I I wish I could. I wish I could. But for me, actually, I'm very glad because imagine that I would have had a heat wave here and I couldn't go outside to run. I don't have air conditioning in my in my house. And I remember last year I was podcasting and it went and it was 110 in the studio, and there was just no way that I could do work that I could work out or do anything. Uh, that would have been dangerous right now because I'm I'm in a danger zone. I need to actively work to get rid of those pounds right and uh <laughs> I, I i still have a couple of weeks left to uh to get rid of them but i'm confident because since i came back i've already lost two pounds and that's just by you know eating less well that's so great i'm running a little bit well uh I, you know i got back from vacation a couple of weeks ago myself and since i you know i was doing really well and i think we shared this on the last time but uh, i was doing really well of my getting up early in the morning and and getting to bed early enough at night and having this great routine in the morning and and i don't know when that stopped but i think it was right around vacation time or just before yeah. and uh, i haven't gotten back into it of course coming back after being gone for 11 days it it took me a few days to get caught up but I, surprisingly i was able to get up get caught up in record time just because of the, you know, the amount of margin that I had placed in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, then I got the A to Z class, this course that I'm teaching, uh, mm-hmm. with all these different students. And, uh, so I've got that launched and underway again, trying to, to, you know, maintain a bunch of things that, you know, kind of got put off for a while. And then I, I'm out, out on a place like, Oh wow. I feel like I'm almost caught up. But here's the problem. I, a problem that I was facing is 
I'd come into my studio and my studio is a, is a mess. I mean, it is literally a mess. Um, With the equipment and wires and that sort of stuff? Well, the, the wires are hidden. You couldn't really, the way that I had it, you couldn't see the wires because it was, yeah. it, but what happens is I've got a very small office space, very, very small office space. And, yeah. um, and the last time I did a redesign I, of, of my studio, I went out and bought these big, huge tables. Uh, they're not necessarily meant to be a desk, but I, I bought these high top tables. They were very inexpensive. I bought two of them. And mm-hmm. and it literally the two tables, the surface of those two tables alone t- took up about 30 percent of the space in my room. And then I had two more tables, two half size tables um, as far as the width of them um, on the on the other side so that I could actually have like an L shaped kind of desk. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that every, you know, these tables were so big. We're talking like about they were square. So they were like probably five foot by five foot. And the, uh, the back half of that table was never being used. So I had to, you know, I didn't want my computer five foot away on the other side of the table. So my computer's pretty much right in front of me. I've got maybe a foot and a half of space or maybe even two foot of space between my computer monitor and where I would type. And then all of a sudden there's, you know, four foot on the other side of that thing, you know, three and a half foot of, of yeah. unused space, unused space that does have wires all strong, strewn over the place. And you've got dust collecting underneath those wires. And I, you know, and of course, am I going back there and am I dusting after a month? No, because if I dust everything, it's going to mess up the wiring and it's going to pull things out and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So dust just collects and collects. And, and I've got all this, I, I, I got to the place where, you know, I'm adding lighting in here for the studio and because the table, the, my, my overall desk setup was taking up so much space, you know, there's not much space for anything else. And it got to the place where I added three studio lights that are on tripods that sit on the floor. And then I've got all this other stuff and, and it just got to the place where, I mean, literally I, you couldn't, you couldn't move in here except to walk to my desk and sit down in the chair and that's it. And then I look to my left, I look in front of me, I look to my right, things are starting to pile up on top of each other. And it's because there's no room for anything. Everything's just getting stuck somewhere. And what I found is that I, I wasn't having any problem with my self-discipline of getting things done that I need to get done. But what I found is that in this environment, this cluttered environment, I was I, I lacked all creativity. Yeah. You know, a, de- a desire to just sit back and think creatively. And um, it was something that you said on, I think, think either the break or your health and holiness podcast where you talked about the thing that I, I think it was you that mentioned that you don't put anything on your desk. You have another yeah. place that you put like, things. Exactly. Like a clean desk to, to clean my mind or to, to empty kind of to create space around me so I can have space in my mind. Exactly. And so that's something that I don't have. I, I have my, my desk was shared with tons of other things because my desk was t- took up a majority of my room. Sure. And so everything, if you want to put something somewhere, a lot of stuff was on my desk and it would just, it was, and it was messy and it was dirty. It was nasty. And it was, it, you, I listened to you say that in your podcast and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how I know I work best, but it's not, it's not happening here. It's not happening now. And, and I recognize that. And so I went shopping. I went to Ikea for the very first time. I'd never been to Ikea. I'd never heard really? of it. I wow. had 
I had never heard of Ikea except for the, until the first time I heard you mention it. <laughs> and uh, when Ikea opened up, they're about an hour away from here, from uh-huh. my house, but or maybe just under an hour. Anyway, yeah. they, but when they opened an Ikea store here locally, I'm telling you, they they literally had lines to get in the store. Oh, really? All right? And it was like, it, it, it was crazy. It was it was like, there, it was like an adult amusement park. Oh, yeah. Ikea is the Apple store for furniture lovers. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's I had, a religion. I had never, and, and I, you know, I hear, it's like, I'm thinking, okay, Ikea is this really super cheap, you know, you know, for, furniture. And when I thought about, when I kept hearing it, I'm thinking furniture kind of like this stuff that you get at these local superstores where you, you know, right. it's all particle right. board and, and it's going to fall apart in the, you know, a two months after you have it, if you actually mm-hmm. move it from one place to another. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking. Well, we went there. I was right about the inexpensive part, but yeah. man, the, I, I, I found the desk that I have. I love it. I brought it back and I am shocked at how well constructed these things are. Oh yeah, it it's, it blew my mind. So it's okay. well thought out. I mean, I love the, the 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 when when you enter the store, they have these kind of fake living rooms, and so you can you can actually see uh, and and get ideas also on. Oh wait, I could put a desk like that, and I you know it's it's very well thought out, and 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 you can arrange all that stuff in many different ways so it fits exactly the space that you have and yeah i've, I've been i'm surrounded by ikea i think the part like 80 percent of the furniture here in this studio is ikea yeah well <laughs> i tell you what I, I was thoroughly pleased in fact i want to go back to the store and find the 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 actual fake room that this desk was in uh-huh. because i don't remember what the colors were but i remember really liking the colors and i might paint yeah, my studio yeah. to match that stu- and- that color and don't underestimate the lighting. That yes. like half of the magic is the lighting. And if you look at the ceiling, you see that there is a lot of lighting in these rooms. Yeah, uh, but it's 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 very cleverly hidden. Usually, what I do to get ideas and to get inspired on, I just take photos of their fake rooms. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's allowed. I'm sure that in the United States, the rules might be stricter than over here. But uh, I just take pictures like I'm going to replicate this exactly. I want to have exactly the same. There were times that I, in my living room, the setup that I have there is an almost exact replica of one of those fake rooms of Ikea in 19, no, I think in 2008 or something like that. Yeah. When I bought it. (laughs) I don't don't think they would having a problem with that because obviously to to make the room look exactly like that uh you'd really have to buy that furniture from them exactly. <laughs> so that's what they're there exactly. for so no i but yeah so i'm i'm really excited about so i got this new desk mm-hmm. i pulled out i pulled out everything and i had this oh my gosh when i unconnected everything i literally had a a, a pile of wires that were about four foot tall <laughs> No, it was just crazy. And it took me, it took me forever to pull it all, pull it all out and to put this desk together and and stuff that like that. But I want to tell you, I, I, I took everything out and then put, started to slowly put things back in Mm -hmm. and I have leg room. I have room for my chair to lean back. If I want, I have room for, uh, everything and 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 I'm what I'm doing is I'm going for 
a very minimalistic approach to my studio. It's going to yeah. be almost like, you know, it, it's kind of like when people ask me to do things, my first response is no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that that's just automatically. It's like, no, I'm yeah. not interested. Uh, and, and then and then they have to kind of talk me into it or I have to talk myself into it before I say yes. And I'm going to have the same approach to my office. It's like, oh, that can just go in my office. No. <laughs> the answer is no. You, If you want, you you drop it on the floor outside the in the hallway but but nothing goes in my office unless I've I've deemed it so. And so I am I, I, I'm looking around. There is so much room in here right now. It's not even funny. And That's, and you can still do everything you did before. Exactly. Yeah. And I have I do have my lighting in here. Uh, I bought it. I did buy a new light for the ceiling. I bought mm. these uh, these little spotlight kind of deals. Yeah. It, it's yeah. really, really it cool. Nice. Yeah. So I'm not completely finished. There's there's I still have some things on uh, on a ledge that's in my studio, a couple things on my ledge that needs to all come out and need to dust it and then decide what's coming back in and what's not. And most of it's not coming back in. Right, 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 right. So right. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, and, and I but I here's the thing. I've been cleaning. And another thing that I noticed that I'm definitely a whole lot of it. I, I'm a more I'm a different person than I was previously mm-hmm. in a big way. Because I started this project Saturday and I, I got my desk put together and everything was pulled apart. And um, normally when I everything, I'm, I'm one of those people that I can't leave a project undone. Mm-hmm. So I would stay up all night until four or five in the morning <laughs> and make sure everything's all put together and everything's all hooked up. Right. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I it's like it was 10 o'clock and you know, I said, you know what? I did, a, I did a lot of work in here. Yeah. This this studio looks like. Some you know, a nuclear bomb was dropped in here, but I don't care. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna clean up. I'm gonna go upstairs. I'm gonna watch a show with Stephanie, and then I'm going to bed. That's great. And I and I woke up Sunday, went to church. We went out to lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, went shopping for some things to to you know like the new lighting and stuff, and to get some wire t- ties and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. came back and started working a couple more hours. I worked until you know, eight or nine o'clock. And I said, you know what? I'm tired. And the, the office was probably only about 60% complete at that point. Still looked like a bomb dro- dropped off in here, mm-hmm. but you could tell I made some progress and I walked out of the studio. I was done. And, and, and here I am it's Thursday and my studio is just now 90% complete. And, it, and, but I will tell you just the amount that I'm sitting here right now, I am, I'm a very happy person when it comes to it. And I have that place now where no matter what I can do, I could actually, I could work on any project because I have nothing that I can see anywhere that would distract me from it. That is great. And I love the fact that you've been able to do this over a couple of days and instead of, yeah, just going, do an all nighter and and work on that until it's finished and then feeling terrible for the rest of the week and, and exhausted and not being able to enjoy it. It, it, that's that's a very good sign. Yeah, and that's definitely, and, it, and I believe that, it, you know, of course, you and I both have struggled with bronchitis and stuff like that. It's those times when, mm-hmm. I, when I stay up all night long and then, you know, I, I go a couple nights where I only get one or two or three hours of sleep and to, to do that twice a week and then all of a sudden even try to stay on a regular schedule, my body just shuts down and says, you know oh, what, yeah. I, I'm going to make you sick so you rest. Yes. 
And that's that's the danger, and and it's a, it's an art to be able to know when you've reached your limit and say, I'm tired. I'm just not going to do this anymore, and I'm just going to quit. And uh, and that's something that you have to just be confident uh, that no matter how if if it takes a little bit longer, it's still going to be done. And and in in two weeks from now, you don't care if you did this in in like twenty four hours or in three days. It's still done. You know. Yes. And uh, I, I noticed the same uh, on Wednesday. So I came back. I had worked for twelve hours um, uh, for for a, a TV series, a TV episode. I was dead tired. And then the next day, I had scheduled an episode of the break that I needed to record. And so I, you know, I started messing around with the computer. And I don't know when I'm tired. I don't know if you recognize that uh, or if you have that same problem. If I get tired, I, I get very like. I do a lot of things, but I never finish anything. I get distracted all the time. or And so then the um, Lion came out. I was like, oh, I need to install Lion. Oh, but I first need to clean up my computer. Oh, wait, I'm going to move my photos from iPhoto to Aperture. Oh, wait a minute. I still have to scan in the photos. And before I knew it, I was like 10 steps beyond my original plan. And it was just a mess. I was doing like 10 things at the same time. And then all of a sudden I look at the clock, it's like, oh, it's time to record. I flip on the camera, the Ustream, and and I feel so tired. And, yes. And so I've been just, I was procrastinating. I just didn't feel like recording. And just at one point I, I told the chat room, I was like, guys, this is not going to work. I'm just so tired. And I, I this is just going to be an unproductive day. Uh, I'm just going to reschedule and, and record this tomorrow. And and that's what I did. I I switched off UStream because and, and 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 it's funny, but as soon as I have UStream on, I feel the pressure of having to perform. You know, yeah. you have to show. And so I told them, you know, I'm going to reschedule. I'm tired. I'm sorry. I I switched it off, and I felt great. I was like, wow, ah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spoil this day. I'm just gonna do my little thing. Uh, I, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to go to bed early, have a good night's sleep, and tomorrow is going to be a productive day. And so that's what I did. And today is is because of that is a much more productive day and I get a lot of things done. I feel good about it. And I don't even know why I was so worried yesterday that I wasn't at the top of my game. It's it's just that when you feel that you've hit the limit, you got to stop. And yeah. it's, it's, it, it's no use you know, you're working yourself into so much stress, especially, and, and that's what I learned from my vacation is like, I can live a very relaxed rhythm and not worry about a thing and still be very productive. Uh, it's just a matter of t it be, taking it easy on yourself and not being too demanding and and putting the important things first. And, and I guess that having margin and just taking it easy and, and having time to work out and to pray, that is, that is, that should be part of the top priorities and it's going to impact all the rest. And I know that intellectually, but to experience it during my vacation, um, it, it just, just hammers it in even more how important it is. And I hope that I can kind of keep that rhythm and keep calm and not stress about anything. Yeah. And, and, and for those who are listening there, I'm sure that there's at least one or two people out there who struggle with this. And, and I know that I'm still struggling with this is I, I have been living a life with a great deal more margin. I have experienced times when, you know, I am a lot more relaxed. I'm more free and flexible in the scheduling that I do. I can stop 
for an hour and, and, and hang out with my family upstairs in the middle of the day if I want to. I can go out for a two hour walk if I want to. I can I can lay back and kind of just breathe in and just like soak in just the awesomeness of, of the day or whatever the case may be. And I can still get a good deal of work done, but still it's very relaxed and, and it's not as much as it used to be because I'm, I'm organized thing, organizing things better, delegating better and all this other stuff. And it's amazing how I still struggle with living a day like that and feeling lazy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, I, I feel like it's like, it's almost as though, oh, this is great. Yes. I'm spending some quality time with my wife, but this isn't productive for work. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing my body, you know, I'm doing my body uh, a great service by going out and walking and getting physical activity, but I'm not working on a project, you know, and it's like, I still struggle with that. I, I do. I, I know that, that that's the life that I want to live. And in fact, I've, I've, I've had times when I, I was living that life and I'm excited while I'm living it. And at, at, at some point though, I'm like, but I want to, I, I feel this need to do more. And, but I guess, and, you know, isn't a, being a workaholic a little bit like being an addict? Yeah. And having the kick of, you know, I finished a project, you know, I did this. And having constantly that affirmation uh, that you're, I am useful. I am doing something that counts, you know, I'm impacting people's lives. And 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 so it's, it's kind of the finding this new balance where, uh, bit by bit, you have to kind of break down that addiction to work and to, yeah. you know, achieving things. And and it's not that the work in itself is a bad thing, far from that, but it it, it can get in the way of that margin. It can it can endanger that balance. Yeah, and uh, and that's certainly what I've I, I face continually. I mean, I, I'm a whole lot better now than I ever have been before, but. I, I still finding myself right now just, you know, just on the edge of I'm not I'm not back to working 24 hours a day, uh, you know, all that crazy stuff. But I feel myself there. There are times when I feel like, eh, you know what, I, I, I should go downstairs. I should do this. I should do that. But I, but I'm at the point where I'm sitting down and I'm watching TV with Stephanie at night and just hanging out and chilling. And and I recognized how how often I'm checking my email and checking the news feeds to see what technology stories while I'm watching a TV show or why I'm watching a movie. I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't need this. I, and so I'm like, you know, forget it. I'm turning my phone off. I'm throwing it over to the side. I don't need this right now. I don't need this. And I feel like, <gasps> how am I going to breathe without my phone that gives me access to my email so I can monitor what's coming in? Uh, I guess it's the art of uh, of living in the moment. Yes. <laughs> that is really hard. And uh, I guess, you know, the, everything you, you told us about decluttering the office in a way is almost like a reflection of that desire to have more more margin. And at the same time, it's not that your office is now empty and that, that you you can't do what you did before. But everything that is there is there for a, for a purpose, and it has its place. And I guess that with the uh, the way that you kind of decide on what to do and what not to do during a day, and which projects are worth investing in and which ones are not, it's kind of like the same thing. You have to make sure that everything that you do that it's done on purpose and that it matters and that it counts and that it is what you should do, and then trying to kind of keep the rest of your mental desk free of clutter. Yeah. 
and distraction and and uh, and temptation in a way because work can be a temptation. Well, I, I tell you, I had a consulting call on Tuesday that just was a massive wake up call to me. So much so that I I went out and had my first you know, awesome th- you know three point one mile walk uh, really? in a long time yesterday. And, oh, really? Yeah. And so, uh, but Tuesday I had this consulting call, and it's a guy who who hired me for an hour. He needed some advice because. You know, he'd been podcasting for a while and stuff like that. And he's doing it as a hobby and just playing around, really just having fun with it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he he's 50 years old and he has a job as as a, well, he, he has a full time job that takes up a lot of hours. He's got a wife and he's got kids and, and he really has no he had no expectation that he's ever going to leave his job or anything like that. It's just this podcasting is something that he enjoys. It's a it's a hobby. Yeah. Well, he recently launched a couple of weeks ago, recently launched a podcast that went to the number one podcast in iTunes. And I'm not talking about number one in a category. I'm talking about, I'm talking about number one in iTunes. And <laughs> uh, and then oh. af- after and, and it's not, and it's not just, you know, the number one and new and noteworthy, you know, that no, kind no. Of, this is this is true rankings number one podcast in iTunes and it actually settled into the top 20 and it, and it's right up there with all the major brands. I won't say who this client is, but I want to tell you that he called me and he was really freaked out. Oh yeah. Because, because all of a sudden he's getting hundreds of emails every day. He's got people who are doing all the things that you and I have experienced over the years in time that, that and we've learned how to deal with them all one by one, all the issues. He gets them all at the same time. All at the same time. So he's getting the people who are criticizing the fact that he's using bad grammar, you know, that he doesn't speak with the right words. He's getting people who are telling, you know, I'm going to sue you for plagiarism because you quoted something I said without my permission. He's getting... <laughs> Golly, he's getting people who are telling him, say, listen, you know what? I I want you to know this is your only opportunity. You need to cash in on this. You're going to have to spend some time. You need to do this. You need to do that. Uh, I'm here to help you. I'm going to help you get, you know, turn this into a business and and stuff like that. And he's and he and he literally was he's working his business and he's been working on this in any of his thing. His sleeping's going crazy. And he says, "Listen, my wife's upset. I've lost fr- people people who I thought were my friends are, are I'm they're upset with me. Um, I've got an appointment with the doctor because I'm going to ask the doctor what I'm going to what should I do because I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack." And all this other stuff. And he's like, I, I can't tell you. I, I don't know what to do. Do you have any advice for me? Yeah. And I really wish he wouldn't have asked me that because I gave him all the advice that I knew that he needed. And man, after the end of the call, I will tell you what, he was just like, you could just tell he was completely different. He was a different person from the beginning of the call to the end of the call. And what sucked was that all the advice that I gave him, I need to do myself. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> so so here's the thing i said listen because he, he want he really wants to know is is there potential for success in this and and i said yeah the potential absolutely there's no question i don't know that you know that you'll make it a success that's up to you i believe you know on all this stuff but here's what i found what i told him i said listen um the out of everything that you've shared with me out of everything that you shared with me i want to stop and focus on one thing and one thing only for the first few minutes of our call and that is I don't care about your friends that you lost. I don't care about the people who say they're going to sue you, the people who are criticizing you. I don't care about the money or all the advertising agencies that want, you know, want your time and attention and, and stuff like that. Forget about all that stuff. Forget about the future. But I want to ask you about the one thing you said, 
Let's talk about your wife and why is she upset with you? Mm-hmm. And it's because she does because she she miss you know she I'm not spending any time with her. Mm. I said, well, number one, the question is, do you want this to be a success? And he says yes. And I said, I need to know: Are you willing for this to be a success with the loss of your your family and your wife and your yeah. marriage? Yeah. And he said no. I said, that's a great thing. I'm so glad you said no, because because <laughs> that puts things into perspective. Because, you know, a couple weeks ago, before you started this venture, before you just launched this, before you knew it was going to blow up this big. The thing is, this didn't exist then and it exists now. You you were happy then your wife and you were. Yeah, everything was fine a couple weeks ago. You know, it was just a hobby. But now it's all consuming. I said, well, just just pretend this doesn't exist for just a minute and let's say, were you happy with life this way? And so if you're happy with life this way, so, so it sounds to me like you want this to be a success, but you don't want it to be a success at the expense of your marriage and your family. And so, so you'd be, and, and, and the question is, would you be willing to let this fail and not have it generate business and ch- completely change your life in that direction? And still keep your family. Would you be happy with that? If uh, I mean, could you be happy with that if if it meant that that's what had to happen? And he says, "Well, yeah, but you know, I have to admit that I struggle with that." Well, hmm. exactly. I I mean, that's that's real honest answer. So here's here's the thing that I shared with him. I said, "I'm going to give you the couple things that are going to lead you towards or give you the formula for success." Because and and he had shared that his wife was on board as long as she felt like she was going to get some of his time. But, yeah, you know, sure. as soon as he starts saying, you know, well, yeah, you're going to get my time. But for the next couple months, it's just going to be crazy and you're going to hardly see me. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, he, he, it, you're you're going to lead towards success. You're going to that leads you towards success without your family and your your marriage intact. So yeah. so here's what I recommend. And of course, I'm saying these words and everything's hitting me right in the gut as I'm saying it. And it's like, Every day, you need to spend a minimum of 20 minutes in conversation with your wife that has nothing to do with this project. Right. Every single day, at least once a week or at the, at the rarest, every other week, you need to get out of the house alone on a date with your wife without the phone that has all those alerts and notifications, without the kids, just the two of you, and you need to have at least one to three hours every week or every other week where you, she gets 100% of you without talking about this project. And I said, your wife needs to know that you love her, but she doesn't just need to know that you love her. She needs to feel that you love her. And if you can't do those things, then what you're saying to your wife, and I know you're not saying this, I know that you're probably like me, you love your wife, but sometimes we, we communicate things without meaning it. And that is, if, if, if you spend three if you spend six hours downstairs working on this project and then you're spending you know of that you know four three hours of that's interacting with people via email what you're saying to your wife and what your wife is hearing you communicate to her is that those people are more important than she is yeah and that's not a good thing and then i said the next thing you need to do is you need to go out for physical activity intentional physical activity a minimum of 30 minutes every day to clear your mind and give your body the, you know, the, the physical activity it needs. And then you also need to sleep. And I said, <laughs> and the, here's the thing. He's like, well, gosh, I, I mean, that all makes sense. I, how could I not have, I forgot about all those things. 
And, <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. It's like, I need to spend time with my wife. I need, to, I need to, I need to, um, get some exercise and, and I need to get some sleep. And, and it's amazing how we can forget about mm-hmm. those priorities. And but it's, it's great advice. And it's, it's so important to hear that from someone else, because sometimes in, if you're in the middle of such a, a, a tidal wave of, of, of success or whatever attention, you tend to even lose touch with the simplest of things. And, and so in a way, it's very good that you were there to kind of uh, touch base and, and, and kind of <laughs> put in place the, 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 like this, this is the foundation. And don't forget about that because otherwise all the rest is going to fail as well. And, and the thing is, is I've been riding a tidal wave of success myself. And, mm. and I'm, I'm, my business right now is at the top of its game again. And some major blessings have been coming my way. And, and what's amazing is, is I, w- I had been struggling with a little bit of what he was calling for my yeah. outlet. And so basically it was cool because it was almost as though by talking to him, I was talking to myself and I'm like, yeah. And so I've been it's like, you know, what? I'm going to go spend some time with Stephanie. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go out for my walk. I'm going to go do this. I'm going I'm going to do this. And so ever since Tuesday, I've been energized to follow through. And my favorite thing is he didn't have this the autoresponder, email autoresponder. Do you do you use any email autoresponders? Only if I'm on vacation, but uh, yeah, that's when talk about it. Yeah. That's when I do as well. But if you were getting hundreds of emails every day and I'm oh. not this isn't like me over exaggerating. I'm talking, you know, 200, 300 emails coming in in a day. All right. So this guy's got some people <laughs> listening. All right. So so basically I said, you're like, he's like, he's like us in that he wants to respond to everybody. You know, you feel like yeah. that need to please everybody. Sure, into, sure. So, so he's like, you know what? I never thought about doing an autoresponder. And so, so I gave him a formula for the autoresponder. I say, you start off by saying, hey, first and foremost, I hate these things as much as you do, but this is an e- <laughs> this is an automated message to let you know your message has been received. Unfortunately, due to the fact that, you know, this email account re- receives hundreds of emails every day, and this is not my full-time gig, I'm not able to respond to everyone. And, and it, so right away, right. you immediately communicate that there is a there is a very high chance that with hundreds of emails and yours being one of them, you're you may not get a response and i said as soon as you set those expectations in an in an autoresponder from what that's done for me is it has immediately taken off the anxiety of stress and stress right of feeling yeah. like i i'm letting people down on their expectations of what they want from me because that's I, a that's a very very important theme the, the managing expectations for yourself and for your audience yep and so, so basically I said, uh, and, I, and I, I told him, I said, I want the email address that you give out to the people of your podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, I took it down and I set myself a scheduled reminder. And uh, the very next morning, uh, Wednesday morning, I sent an email and the subject line was testing to see if you have an autoresponder. And guess what? I got an autoresponder. It was awesome. Ah, oh, I felt so good. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, Father Roderick, our time is already up. Can you believe that? Ah, uh, it was a pleasure. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> and I've got a lot to think about. Very cool. Well, I look forward to hearing some more health and holiness podcasts from you over at health.sqpn.com and also the break. What is there a quick and easy way to get to the break directly? Yeah. 
It's thebreak.sqpn.com. Thebreak.sqpn.com. Awesome. Have you have you got any cool new shows or, or existing shows that you want to plug? Well, I'll tell you what. I've got a new show that I'm not ready to plug yet until we have the very first um, episode scheduled. But uh, I'll tell you what, if pe- if people haven't checked it out, check out podcastanswerman.com if you have any desire to start podcasting yourself. Very nice. Podcastanswerman.com. And of course, uh, episodes of this show and previous and future episodes are uh, available on the website balancedlivingweekly.com. And people can send us uh, voice feedback as well. What's the number again? 859-795-4067. And we'll uh, we'll be back next week. And I've got some voicemail. We'll play then. And now we're out of music. So I'm going to just have to just say stop. (laughs) Anyway, until next time, stay balanced, folks.